0: Welcome back to Unto the Ball. Brighton 2, Liverpool 2. Ah, oh, Travis, what a game. What a game. I'll what tell you game. what, for the first 40 minutes, Brighton absolutely schooled us. Like, schooled us. I've never seen anything like it. We barely got a kick. We were chasing shadows. Um, As a Man United fan, Travis, you have got to employ... Deserbi Roberto isn't, isn't it's
1: the Deserbi school of possession knocks mate. Like every player can play anywhere on the park, man. It's like
0: a blue football team, man. It's just ridiculous. their best footballer is their keeper, Trav. I know he is. I know. Like it's insane. Well, both keepers are like that though. Like it's just ridiculous. Salah out to Sabosley. turning back Salah. Oh, good defending.
1: Sorry, Trav. That's all right, mate. No, searching for a winner, I'm guessing. But yeah, Deserve is an utter flat out joke. His coaching methods are unbelievable. That, what players like Lewis Dunk doing and that, just wrapping balls into the centre forward and stuff, like disguised passes and that, it's literally unbelievable the way he's got that team playing. It really even
0: is. The goalkeeper. The goalkeeper is literally like a sweeper. It's like they've got 12 men. I know. Um, they just sweep it around. We were honestly chasing shadows. Score update, West Ham to Newcastle 2. Kudus, 89th minute. He's going to cost a lot of money, but he's worth the money, I think.
1: Because look at what he's doing with players like Danny Welbeck and Lalana and Milner and stuff. Like He's just making them feel 21 again. I mean, they're just making change after change, like players coming in and out the team. There's just literally the system only changes tactically, but the philosophy stays the same, and it's just brilliant to watch. Like, like you said, Liverpool couldn't get near Brighton for the first half, and somehow they went in two or not. I think the first goal was a little bit of a slop. Well, both first goals were sloppy. The goal Liverpool gave away was awful. Um. But the Brighton goal as well, they theirs was a bad pass and a bit of a giveaway as well. And Liverpool punished them, like, clinically, Mo Salah. But I just, like you said, I think it's a, it's, it's a great fixture. I think a, a draw, I'm not saying you'll be lucky to get a draw because of the finishing. And I think Liverpool have been much better in the first part of the second half. But once Brighton have equalised, I think they're back on top again. It'd be interesting to see how it ends. How long's left?
0: It's in the 90th minute and there's four minutes added on. Is it? You take a draw know. though. You take a draw there, mate. They will pan a lot of teams. Not really. I mean, obviously being 2-1 up. The defending for their equalizer, Andy Robertson, hang your, your head in shame. I know. He dangled a left leg at it and then pulled it away. Matoma's. That's G- Matomas cooking Joe oh. Gomez as well. <laughs> Matoma is. I've said it before. He's the next Sadio Mane. He's Whoever way, scoops you know. him up is going to have an absolutely incredible winger for the next five years. So this is the before, thing. That, now or never for him. He's twenty-six. Trav. I think we need to stop treating
1: Brighton as like a small club that just needs to sell to the, buy. That they might just add to this and keep the manager. They can quite easily gatecrash the top four quite comfortably, mate. To be honest, because like I said, United aren't on it. Newcastle in the Champions League they're going to find it a little bit more difficult you've seen the energy they put into the PSG game, they're drawing now Liverpool are dropping points, this will be one point out of the last six and I know they're both tough fixtures but at the end of the day you look at it, if this stays a draw
0: you will have Oh well done in there I'll tell you who's ace, Trav, Ryan Gravenberg Yeah, is he playing quality? Oh he's brilliant, I don't know why he didn't start Go on Salah, go on Oh, come on. Big chance. I'll tell you who's been absolutely shocking today on his return to Brighton, Alexis McAllister. Yeah. A he's got him a little bit. I don't know what it is. He's been absolutely atrocious. Anything bad we've done, he's been at the root of it. Yeah. Obviously, that first goal, it wasn't the best ball into him by Van Dijk, but my God. They literally... cannot be trying to turn with against Brighton of all teams. You cannot be trying to turn there and be, be caught on your heels. I think Brighton could keep the
1: ball for like 10 minutes without losing it. It's just ridiculous how good they are in possession.
0: Yeah, it was that first 40 minutes. I was like honestly blown away, blown yeah. away thinking we're going to get slapped here. Like we can string three pa- passes together. Um And Brighton, how they went in 2-1 down, I'll never know. It was a it's a decent five minutes from us, an amazing forty minutes from them. But that's football in the yeah. Premier League, isn't it? Um, and that's the yeah. thing as
1: well. If you look at the way Brighton press, they're not just blasting around the place, are they? Like it's not. No. I wouldn't say it's like a high intensity press. It's so calculated the way they do things. Um, Who is
0: the keeper for Brighton? Is it Steel? have got two mean, keepers. They've got
1: Steele, but there's another one in today. It's Vander something. I forgot his name now. I forgot how you pronounce it. But yeah, they've got two keepers and they're playing they play exactly the same fashion. they both got the same level of quality with their distribution, mate. Um, Just um So they're
0: switching ball-playing keepers. Basically, Who do you yeah. think he is? Mikel Arteta. <laughs> That's the
1: thing as well. I don't know if you watched, managed to have a look at that Kevin Prince Boateng interview on Vibe with Five. He's not talking having, about, yeah. yeah, if you get just five minutes, just to have a look at the segment where he talks about Zerbe because he coached him in Italy. And he basically said he uses the goalkeeper as another player. He's like, what's the point in having the goalkeeper if you're not going to use him? And he just uses him all the time. It's just unbelievable the way
0: he plays. What's happened? Yeah, it's the 94th minute. I think that's going to be it. Yeah. Uh, a yellow card for Baleba for pulling back, grabbing Yeah. You know. Oh, can't believe I've lost this. Well, it's a draw, well It me. feels like a loss. It's a draw. Yeah.
1: But Trent, i swing it in. and top Trent draw Arnison. me. I What was
0: that? I don't even know what happened there. He gave a free kick to Brighton for some. We lofted it in, and I don't and know what Brighton got a free kick. A for Salah. Salah out to Sabosley. That's it. Full time. You take it, mate? It's a,
1: it's a tough place to go. I know you'll feel deflated being ahead, but Honestly, you could quite easily have lost that game. Quite easily have lost the game.
0: Yeah. Do you know what? After the first 40 minutes, I'd have took a draw. It really is as simple as that. But obviously, people are talking about where are Liverpool. And we said these next two are going to tell us everything we need to know. We've gone away to Spurs, away to Brighton. You've got one point. Um, We've got one point. We should have beat Spurs. We should have been beat today. Oh... I mate, this is what I'm saying. What saying. It, can,
1: it can turn around really quickly. I mean, Liverpool have made a fantastic start to the season. But these two games, I said before, the, the Spurs game, just see where you're at a couple of games down the line because they're tricky, mate. And I think you've seen it. I mean, you knew anyway, but Brighton are a serious club under this manager. They really are. Like, And I know people talk about Graham Potter and the job that he did and people try and put Potter in the same bracket. as deserving. It's absolutely astronomically clear that De has taken this team levels above what Potter's Brighton were. Just the way they control and suffocate you, possession-wise, like, you just... It must mentally defeat you as well. Do you know the feeling of feeling like you've been on a football pitch before? You know what it's like when you're chasing the ball and you don't feel like you're going to get it back. That's must just what it feels must have felt like for Liverpool today. So demoralising, mate. And like you said, if they just... Keep their core group. Because don't forget, they've lost Kaiseido in the summer. They lost McAllister. That's their midfield ripped apart, really. And look at how they're still playing without those players. If they can manage to keep the likes of Matoma, that Jao Pedro, he was unbelievable in the first half, his movement. They can keep players like him. Lewis Dunks, obviously, just a stalwart for them. And they add to that. They're going to be really serious, like, top four contenders, to be honest with you. They're really, really top draw. I think
0: the best thing about Brighton is that they, they'll throw in a player I've never heard of, that Igor, the centre-back. <laughs> like really, you know, really Brilliant. Me. Balaba, center midfield. I mean, they just pull out these ballers I've never heard of. This is it, mate. Oh, I think they've just got it going on. They're just such a, ding- a well-run a club.
1: as well, like a raw little rough diamond. Like You can yeah. tell his quality let him down at some parts, but generally, just his all-round play, he was a He was terrorising today. He was really good. I mean, Liverpool will be, I don't know, I think they'll be disappointed with the way you lost the first goal. Because like you said, you go to a place like Brighton, you know they're going to control big chunks of the game with the way they keep possession. And although Brighton had a lot of the ball and they had some good early chances, especially the couple of set plays that they had, took a couple of good blocks from Liverpool and stuff. But when you go to a place like Brighton, you have to weather a bit of a storm. And I felt Liverpool were doing that and slowly coming into the game. Then the goal you gave away was so cheap. I mean, you probably want to talk about the goal, but the goal was a
0: shocker, mate. I don't know what happened there. I don't know who I blame, more Van Dijk or Alexis McAllister. I'm probably, for the performance for the whole 90 minutes, I'm going to put it on Alexis McAllister. Like, you cannot be taking your time to turn in a dangerous area um, like that against a team like brighton it was like he thought he had time to turn caught yeah. on his heels but then at the same time allison like sprint back yeah obviously he didn't think that he'd be taking the shot from there but you've got to cover all angles and yeah it, it was just a horrendous goal to give away yeah. and if you've got ambitions not to win the league we're not going to win the league not against this man city side but if you've got ambitions to finish top four you yeah. cannot be given away chances like that, a way to Brighton, um, mm-hmm. a way to Spurs, a to Man City, a to Arsenal, the, all these grounds that are ridiculously hard to go to at the minute. And yeah. to, be honest, but to be honest, that was all Brighton deserved. For them first 40 minutes, they absolutely schooled us. They were popping it around, pressing with purpose, playing out from the back. As soon as we got it, we was it was almost like we started to try to play out from the back just to say, yeah, we can do it too, but we couldn't do it. No. We could not string that third pass together and we ended up just hoofing it down the line. And more, more often than not, Salah would make a bad ball into a good ball and make it look like we meant it. But Brighton... It's the only way you could get out, like being that yeah. direct, wasn't it? And like, It wasn't until obviously we got that equaliser that we started to play and think, you know, we can match Brighton. We're, we're going to have to move it ourselves quickly. Move yeah. the ball... Because we were just so slow. We were, We were pretty much we knew we were getting schooled and you know, how much more can you say about Deserby at Brighton? Travis, Manchester United, you've got to get onto his agent and stop him going to Man City and bring him in. He's like, did did Pep have a little nod towards him a couple of weeks ago? saying he's he's learning off Deserby. Yeah.
1: He's mentioned it. Yeah. Basically like the, the way they play out, he's, like Man City, Pep Guardiola said he's starting to emulate some of the things Brighton are doing in terms of the way they're playing out. So I don't know if that's a way of him sounding them out or him saying to the club, Do you know when I go, this get this guy in? But it's tailor made for him that Man City job. I'm scared, like that's what I mean. I'm actually scared that Pep will leave and he'll go there and they'll just continue to dominate in, in a similar fashion. Maybe not trebles and stuff. There will be a little period of instability, but we keep going back to this word, don't we? Like Brandon philosophy and the way they play, how they're just getting these players to play the way they are with ch- with numerous changes as well. Like Tyree lampty's there, no, Solly March and just, well, Solly March was there today, but like when they played against us, they didn't have six first teamers. Against us, like they've got so many players out all the time, and it's just look at the injuries. Look, substitutes as well. Billy Gilmore played and against so
0: Tarek lampty Milner, Moda. I mean it? It just doesn't Webster. Do you know what I mean? They've just they haven't even played Webster. This is it. Lalana Gilmore. They're just
1: they're unbelievable, man. I mean, back to Liverpool. Are you happy with the lineup that he picked with Elliot in there? I wasn't sure no. what he was going to the
0: No, I really thought after Thursday night, Gravenberg has really arrived as a Liverpool player. He's showing so much composure. Like his touches are like top draw. You think he's ready to go in now. And obviously, with Curtis Jones being suspended, you thought this is tailor made now. And I think Klopp might even think he got it wrong because he hauled. Elliot off at halftime. And um, in my Liverpool group chat, we all called it. We were like, McAllister's had the worst 45 minutes, probably of his Premier League career. Um, Elliott's not far behind him. Although Elliot he did do well for the goal, obviously leaving it for Mo Salah. That, yeah. I don't know whether he, he must have got the call from Salah that I've got it, and yeah. he let it run. Salah finished it beautifully. Um that's pretty much the only good thing he'd done, but I think he got it horrendously wrong. But the thing was we we set up in like a four, four-four-two. But with a diamond. Yeah. So it was Nunes and Salah up front, Luis Diaz on the left, Sabosley in the kind of false nine at the out tip of the team. diamond. Uh, yeah. So when yeah. Brighton were playing out from the back, it was pretty much two up front Nunes yeah. and Salah. That left uh, Elliot on the right with McAllister holding. And he just, it, it didn't work. And yeah. I said at halftime, he's going to have to change it. So when he, Brought Gravenbeck on for Elliot. It was no surprise to anyone. Um, And I I said in the group chat, I think we'll switch to a 4-3-3 now, but we didn't. We still... um, Persisted with the diamond. Persisted with this diamond. I just don't think it worked. There was this big gap on that left-hand side where Luis Diaz should have been. And he he was very rarely there because he was so deep.
1: Yeah. Um, So much ground to make up. We did exactly the same thing. We did split strikers, Rashford and Hoyland. Again, like you said... When we played them, their centre backs started their build up more or less on the six yard box, very narrow, and then they split the centre back. Like you said, it's just so much ground. You're alluding to Diaz, like on the left of the diamond, and then somebody else on the right of the diamond. When they've got to sprint out to either the centre backs or the full backs, it's just so much ground for them to make up. It's just it's impossible. And their keepers, they can clip it to the full back, no problem. And that's how they got out like you said on the left hand side they had a lot of joy getting out and it's just i'm surprised that clock did that and didn't watch the united game really because they dominated us for a good 70 75 minutes we didn't have a period in that game where we were on top against Brighton. so i'm really surprised that he went with that diamond to be fair
0: the thing is the keeper when. We tried to press from the front like with Nunes and Salah backed up with Sabosley, Elliot and Diaz. He just clipped out to the winger to that yeah. like, dingra. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. They were basically schooling us. But yeah, yeah, the first goal it was um it, it was horrendous to give away. Ale- Alexis McAllister. If he has another ninety minutes like that in his in a Liverpool shirt, he won't have a Liverpool career much longer. Because yeah. he was absolutely abysmal. I, ha- I do have a little bit of sympathy for him because obviously he's playing in the CDM. He's not a CDM. Not we not. haven't even seen him in his favored position yet. Obviously, if Endo was any good, it's pretty obvious now Endo's not going to have a Liverpool career. He doesn't fancy he's, him, does he? He does not, he's he can't fancy him. He he's slower than Harry Maguire turning. <laughs> like, and you can tell already he's he's just not gonna settle into a, any sort of Liverpool career. So for that reason, obviously he's not getting started in the Premier League. Jurgen Klopp must have seen it, seen enough in his only start in the Premier League against Newcastle. He's not, um, ready. not ready. He's not, yeah, he won't be ready ever, Trav. He's no. not having a Liverpool career. That much is evident. So McAllister's gonna have to get used to that number six CDM role. And it I don't think it suits him. He, he doesn't like playing um with his back to their goal turning out. It just does not suit him. So we're not seeing the best out of McAllister Um, I don't know how he's going to fix that Gravenberg is not a CDM We know that now But he is tailor-made for this left-hand side position And Gravenberg Obviously, if you ask any Liverpool fan Curtis Jones has had so many starts In the last six months The last ten games of last season If he's fit this season Klopp just fancies him But I bet no other Liverpool fans put Curtis Jones In that midfield three But yet Klopp keeps picking him but because he's um he was suspended today, it was tailor made for Gravenbeck to make his debut. It was crying out for it. Obviously, Klopp tried to atone for his error by putting him on at halftime for the ineffective Elliott, who, apart from, like I say, apart from the goal, he, he didn't have a great game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously right now you're thinking McAllister is the number six, Sabosley on the right, Gravenbeck on the left, and then up front, oh yeah, I was really happy with Luis Diaz, Nunes, and Salah that is our first choice front three at the minute. But again, Klopp didn't deploy them right. He went with two up front with obviously Luis Diaz kind of on the left-hand side of the diamond. It just didn't work. It negated Luis Diaz and everything he's about. He he basically didn't cause Brighton any issues down that left-hand side. And, no. it, you know, it's obviously it's ended with the game at 2-2. But Andy Robertson, for that equalising goal, he's going to be watching that back thinking, what am I going to do I don't know if he maybe had it in his mind about Joel Matip's own goal last week against Spurs, because he dangled his left foot out and he thought, Am I gonna score an own goal? Pulled it back at just at the last second. I think that caught McAllister, I think it was McAllister behind him on yeah. his toes, and then Lewis Dunk just yeah. smashed it in. So it was just it was a catalog, two awful, awful goals to give away. Yeah. Um, when you had the game in in the palm of your hand there, um, you know, it's like it's a missed opportunity. We could have gone second yeah. in the table. Then it's dropped, it snatched away, do not it? But at the start of that second half, the Gra- Ryan Gravenberg hitting the crossbar from point blank range. Wow, if that goes in in the first couple of minutes of the second half, you're seeing a different game. We'd have yeah. went on and probably scored a fourth, maybe even a fifth. Then I, I think it would have invited Brighton onto us, but you would have, absolutely have won absolutely. Painful seeing it strike the bar, especially after Gravenberg scoring on Thursday night. That would have been like two and two, In, in it had done him the world of good settling into his Liverpool career. Salah done everything right, supplying it down that right hand side. Yeah, oh, it was just it was painful, painful. But yeah, I just think at the game, I think this, got it we. wrong.
1: Yeah, I think we spoke about this, haven't we, about Harvey Elliott, and just like he's a player that has just got a lot of craft. He's he's a very like crafty player in terms of, he's a bit of an artist. He likes to be on the ball a lot. Do you know what I mean? He's one of those players you use for his creativity. He's not, with the amount of running that you needed to do today, like you said, Gravenberch would have been tailor-made for one of those wide CDMs and a diamond if he was going to play that way. But I also, I almost think like when you defend against Brighton, with when they're building up, you sort of have to like be in a little bit of a 4-4-2 because... I understand like why people go with two strikers because the center of like the ball a lot and you just want people in close proximity stop and playing forwards and stuff but well, then to stop like the keepers like pinging it to the fullbacks and the wider players it'd be good to have your wingers quite in orthodox positions to be a little bit closer so yeah the diamond like you said it didn't really work out of possession you couldn't really get control of the game today i think harvey elliott was was definitely the wrong choice um yeah, your front three wasn't really deployed. I think they're starting to get a little bit of rhythm now. So it's good to see Nunes starting. And back to your point about Endo as well. I know we're writing him off, but clock does tend to do that with players. I, I think, like you said, with the midfield rebuild, you got rid of so many midfielders this year. I don't think there was much of a choice. like You had to play a couple of your new signings. But especially like with Nunes, he's, he spent a year blooding him in, really. Like, he's not started consistently. I think he's starting to get starts now. I think the only trouble with Endo is that he's 30. So, it's like, by the the time he's ready, he's going to be, like, 32, bro. He's going to be collecting his
0: pension. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think that's the case, Trav. I think he's brought brought in uh, what he hoped was an experienced player with a fantastic engine to get around the pitch, and he got this one drastically wrong. <laughs> one game in, and I think he see he's not at the pace of the Premier League, and he he never will be. Let's just let's just be real here. He's gonna yeah. have he's gonna rack up 20 Europa League appearances and then get dropped for the semi-final. That will be Endo's <laughs> Liverpool career over. Um but yeah, look, this this is a little bit on Jurgen Klopp. Um he was praised for his tactical now last week when we went down to nine men. This game was crying out for it. This game was crying out for us to go three at the back like we did against Spurs and start shutting them out. And you could see he was thinking about it with obviously Canati getting warmed up, Gomez getting warmed up. It was too late going for it, but we should have went for five at the back when we were two yeah. one up, um, like the seventieth minute. And we just didn't. We didn't. He waited too long to make the changes. The next minute it was two two, and it was opportunity missed. But they were getting so much joy down their left hand side, our right hand side that. Trent needed help, or replaced by Gomez, sooner. with Canati yeah. just coming in the back. Um, and if that means you sacrifice one of the midfielders or one of the forwards, you know, you, you do it. Uh, yeah. Not so mostly. Obviously, I keep him on. He's like amazing. But McAllister, McAllister was the one. You sacrifice McAllister. He had an absolutely horrendous 90 minutes. Sacrifice McAllister, go five at the back trying to have the out ball with Robbo and either Gomez or Trent, whoever was still on then, see out the game, manage out the game. But we didn't. We waited and waited. And McAllister carried on making mistakes right up till the 90th minute. Um, he, he'll be disappointed himself, especially yeah. after um, the start he's made to his Liverpool career. There's been a few people saying on Twitter that he, he's been underwhelming. But like I said earlier, he's he's not in his natural position. He's filling a gap. You know, you're talking yeah. like filling a gap, like James Milner at left back, sort of thing. Like he's he's not a CDM. Oh, um, it's, yeah, it's
1: got to be natural to you, like sensing danger and sensing when the ball's going to break down and where it's going to be and intercepting. If it's not natural to you, mate, you're going to be lost. Like from a defensive standpoint, there's just no way you can ask him to start like protecting the center arms properly. And that, like it, it, the only the only good qualities he's got there is when you're dominating the ball. You can play through him. You know he'll be comfortable on the ball. He'll get on the ball. Obviously, he's had a little bit of a giveaway today, but generally, he will get on the ball and get get things going for Liverpool. A lot of forward passes, a lot of penetrative passes. Just to touch on Robinson, Robertson as well. He's always had the desire and stuff, but I've noticed. I know back end of. I don't think last season was his best season in a Liverpool shirt. He's made quite a few. It wasn't
0: anyone's though, was it? No, it wasn't. Honking no, season. No. When when you keep as the player of the year, you know you've had a honking season. Um De, David, like 10, David De Gea. <laughs> You take the words out the mouth. <laughs> De Gea was your player of the year for about five years on the trot, weren't he? Hall of Famer,
1: mate. <laughs> Hall of Famer De Gea, man. But yeah, Robertson, like, he's been a little bit up and down quite recently, but
0: he's still a quality. But again, player. again, he's he's not getting played. Um in his natural position, marauding down that left hand side because you were trying to do the inverted right back thing with Trent. That leaves three defenders with Robbo being the third. Narrow. Yeah. And, you know, he's not a centre back. Um, I know there's a, his fellow Scotsman, Kieran Tierney, can play in a back three, uh, does for Scotland, uh, Robertson sometimes, but for me, he's not a left centre back. Mm. Um, but yeah, today, The the chance was there for us to win it and see out the game, the game management, and we didn't do it. Um, And like we said, so that's two tough away games. Fair enough, the away games are out the way. We've gone away to Newcastle. We've gone away to Chelsea. We've gone away to Spurs, away to Brighton. There's not many more tough away games now. Man City away, Arsenal away. Man United away is always tough because of the rivalry, even though you're playing not too well at the minute. But in the first eight games, we've knocked off four tough away games. So I've got to be happy with that. We've got an international break now, which no one likes. You always want to hit an international break um, with three points under your belt on your flying yeah. high in the league. But um, this game today will tell us a lot as well. Arsenal against Manchester City. It'll yeah, tell course, everyone no. where they are. If if Man City blast Arsenal, I think you can safely say that's the league done. If it isn't already, um, you know, Spurs will fall away. Liverpool, obviously, I hope, they're going to be up there. Arsenal are going to be up there for sure. Uh, I just, uh, do we want an Arsenal win this afternoon?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. We, we've got to stop this City domination. Anyone can needs to stop it. Whoever wins it needs will just be praised because if not, it can become. A little bit it's just going to become so frustrating with city just winning league after league after league yeah we we definitely want an arsenal win today to make it interesting i don't think i've seen man city lose two premier league games in a row since before pet I, I genuinely don't so i'd love to see an arsenal win today to be fair but i think like you said um yeah they're going to take some beat in manchester city i know they've lost the game but they can put together that that 10 15 game winning streak together when 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 they see fit that's going to be the difficulty for everyone i think liverpool are going to be up there this season i think you have made a really good start like you said today i think you'll look back on it and you'll be frustrated now but in in the wider picture it's a decent point you could have quite easily lost today um definitely with with the way that they play and they are a fantastic outfit and 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 i thought when i watched that first 40 minutes like you said i thought this makes the Man U result a little bit less embarrassing because they're just miles ahead of us. Like, we, we're just not that good, and they are
0: very good. So, yeah, I think it's a good thing. How's point. it happened, Trav? This is the Premier League. We've been watching it for 30 years. Brighton have only come up, what, five years ago? Yeah. How has this happened? Is it just absolute expert recruitment and absolute world class coaching from Deserbi? Yeah. Yeah, both. The thing is, the only, the only like,
1: defence I've got of, I say, big clubs, but, like, the bigger clubs, they have less time or margin for error. So if, like, all of these signings that they make, if they don't work, I know it's relative, so to Brighton, for them to spend, like, five million quid or, like, whatever, ten million quid on a player is going to be expensive to them. But, like, we, man, you can't buy, like, a Kaiseido, before he's developed at like two million quid and make him our main central midfield player and hang our hat on him to get us to where our goals are, because there's a lot more pressure on that. But like you said, it goes hand in hand with the coaching. If you like, so for example, if you put Deserby with United's current squad, I'm not saying he would win the league, but you would see a damn sight better football after 16 months than what you're seeing now at United. That's in my personal opinion. I just think he's an unbelievable coach, especially what you've heard from like Kevin Prince-Boteng and stuff like that. He talks about the details and how monotonous the training sessions are. They become a little bit boring.
0: I was going to oh, say that, Trav. I was literally just about to say, they must practice playing out from the back eight hours a day, <laughs> five days a week. It must be just be repetitive. That was yeah. literally what I was going to say to you. Yeah. Yeah
1: can you do that at a big club? That's the challenge. I mean, I I think De Zerbe can make that step up. Personally, I think he can make that step up because his he's, the brand of football is that dominating. It, it's difficult not to win games when you've got the ball for 70% of the time. Like, do you know what I mean? It just makes it so difficult for opposition to score. Liverpool had to be so clinical today to get anything out of that game. Like, if they didn't have Mo Salah and that that real counter-punch, that aggression that Liverpool have got, not many sides have got that ability to just go one-two, Salah, goal. Do you know what I mean? Salah's just a, just he's, he's disgusting at it. Liverpool on the counter-attack with Salah, you know it's a, it's a guaranteed goal. And not many teams have got that. Like, any other side without that clinical nature loses that today. And that's why I think Deservey
0: can make that step up to a big club. Uh, Matoma. I know I mentioned him at the top of the stream, but he's he's filthy. He is. Like, what kind of price are we talking? Oh. It's got to be 100 mil. It's got to be up, up by the 100 mil. And whoever gets him on it, do you know who I liken him to? Obviously, I've said he's the closest to Sadio Mane I've ever seen in the Premier League. Um, but I liken it to Riyad Mahrez. Yeah, like, Riyad Mahrez. He is yeah. so Silky. The head and shoulders standout performer in that team yeah he's he's so silky he's he's gonna go somewhere if he goes somewhere like man city um arsenal don't need him martinelli liverpool we've got diaz is he better than diaz yeah i'd take him over diaz um yeah yeah i can't i can't talk highly enough of matoma he he can and will go right to the top i'm scared of who signs him basically yeah yeah i mean
1: i'd take him at you know at 100 percent of him at manchester united I think he's better than Rashford. I think he's more consistent than Rashford. And I'm a massive fan of Rashford as well. But this Matoma, I think he's special. He scores goals and his end product is so consistent. Like when he gets in the positions, he makes the right choice nine times out of ten. He never makes the wrong choice. Whether it's a cutback, it's a cross or a shot, he's always makes the opposition work. And that's what I like about him. And he's just so honest as well. He works hard. He's literally got everything. He has got everything. He's a special player.
0: The impressive thing is he's doing it for a second season in a row now. So, yeah. obviously, you're put into bed, them kind of meet you danger that you're a one-season yeah, yeah. wonder or a rocky Santa Cruz. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's bringing it for a second season. He's just top, top draw. But it makes you wonder, he's 26. Where the hell has he been for the last eight years? It's mad. Like To think there's, there must be other ballers out there, little, little nuggets like Angolo uh, Kante. I right Brighton have
1: just got them all locked away in like some big like canister man. <laughs> and they can vault. throw on them whenever they want yeah some big vault mate with a safe code on it that it's just mad I don't I don't know what, how they do it their recruitment is outstanding but it, I don't know the infrastructure is just crazy I think the owner Tony Bloom as well deserves a lot of credit for letting the scouting network do what they need to do and like you said it's Whether they need to sell or to buy, I don't know what their financial situation is, but they just get ridiculous markup on these players. Like McAllister and Kaiseido, that's 140, 150 million just for the pair, nearly. And like you said, if they sold Matoma as well, Evan Ferguson's another one that's probably going to go for big money at some stage. But I would like to see Brighton keep them for a couple of seasons. everyone would. Brighton must be everyone's favourite second team. I think so. They, they must literally
0: be. are. They are ridiculous to watch. They're so good. But, but then yeah, they, got I mean... piped. they got piped 6-1 by Villa last week. I know. I mean, make that makes sense. I was looking at the game today being like, go on, do what Villa done to them. Let's get that third goal and we'll put them to bed, score a four fifth. But it just never come. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just got a foothold in the game again, started schooling us again. Apart from the last five minutes of the first half, in the first fifteen minutes of the second half, that twenty-minute spell was the only time we were in the game, and we needed that third goal, that Gravenberg chance that hit the bar. Yeah, like that was literally the three points. You of the win bar if that bar. goes in, don't you? Yeah, you and win definitely. And then they just asserted themselves after there. Um, right, let's go and watch Man City. Yeah, man. Arsenal is going to be an absolute barnstormer. Nice. Um, I don't know what your movements are, but if something crazy goes off, should we jump on for a live yeah, match right? jump on if something crazy goes on, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, if anyone's made it this far, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe. And me and Travis will see you in the next one. Nice one. Cheers, Trav. Nice one. Up, up the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> You're muted! What a
1: headset!